As a music journalist, I have met many exciting and interesting artists. In preparation for such an interview, I listen to the music and soak up any information I can get. But often, I don't have the finished album in my hands, the finished product. And often it happens a few weeks later that I read through the booklet and I stumble upon one thing. The thank you section. The little text in which the artists thank people. But who are these people? Why are they so special for the music, the career or maybe even for the character of the musicians? This podcast provides the answers. I went on a search rummaged through the credits of many albums and asked the artists for their personal stories. To all the silent supporters of great albums and music, this is your moment, a thank you. Tonight with Alexis Taylor from Hot Chip. The new millennium has just begun when the two friends, Joe Goddard and Alexis Taylor, found the band in London. Their love of house and R&B was wrapped up in rousing synth-pop. In the following decades, the worldwide dance floors glowed to the music of Hot Chip. The quintet has already released seven successful albums. Singer Alexis Taylor now also releases solos. On one of these albums, he thanked a special person. The first solo album I made called Rubbed Out, it came out in 2008 on a label called Treader, which is a London-based label, mainly distributing improvised music and um, lots of kind of free experimental improvised music. And I made an album that wasn't completely within that genre, if that is a genre. It was partly songs, partly improvisations, very short pieces next to longer instrumental pieces next to full pop songs. It was quite a lo-fi record and it was called Rubbed Out and it came out on Treader run by my good friend John Coxon. But initially I was asked by two artist friends of mine, Nick Ralph and Oliver Payne, if I would make a record for their label. So they're visual artists, they used to work together always as a team, they, they now work separately. But back in 2007, when I met them, they were a, a sort of duo in the art world, and they were beginning to have a record label called Brown Sounds. So they said, would you like to make a record for this label? It's a small label, it will be only in a few select record stores. A place called Ugga Booga in Los Angeles would be stocking it, it would maybe be available in art galleries. And I began to make some music towards that. One half of that duo is Oliver Payne. I've stayed in touch with Nick Ralph and Oliver Payne. Nick Ralph has done artwork for Hot Chip covers, uh, for 12-inch singles for Hot Chip. He's done work for an EP of mine under my own name. And then Oliver Payne has also made artwork for my solo records. And he's just made the new Hot Chip video, Bath Full of Ecstasy. He also made a great video for another project of mine called Fainting by Numbers with Justus Koenke. But these are all the direct ways in which he has been related to me, Oliver. He's somebody who's, you know, worked on things. But what I wanted to talk about really was the way in which, over time, my relationship to him as a friend and my relationship to his artwork that he makes and displays in galleries, and that I will go and visit, sometimes in Los Angeles, sometimes in London, sometimes in Milan, 
wherever I am where there's an Oliver Payne show, I will go to it and be very inspired by his work. And also I'll have long conversations with him in person or on WhatsApp or on email about what he's doing and what he's thinking about. And I would say he's become one of the more important influences on me creatively, and he's not a musician. So he gets me thinking about what I want to do creatively, or maybe he gets me thinking about music I've never heard that he's very inspired by, or maybe he thinks of songs which he could imagine me covering, and he says, have you ever heard this song? I really want there to be an Alexis Taylor version of this song, and often it's things I've never heard of before. Or he might just be doing his own work, and it has nothing to do with me, but as I engage in conversation with him about it, it starts to really inspire me. To just look at his artwork inspires me as well. So I bought a piece of his many years ago, which is a large canvas painted white, and then it's adorned with the climbing grips that are on a climbing wall in a climbing center, which people use to climb up. Um, and he made a whole series of these artworks which featured these different coloured climbing grips on canvas. And I don't really know what that artwork means, if it means something, but I know how much I like the look of it. And I bought it and have it on the wall at home in the living room. And I see it every day of my life that I'm there. And I started to think about the phrases that came to mind to do with climbing a canvas. And then I started to make some music about this sort of phrase. I also used that artwork for the cover of a record of mine called Awake Barbarians, so Oliver hadn't made it for me, I just asked to use it. It then featured in a music video where I was surrounded by all of those artworks, not just the one that I had bought, but a whole series of them. And being in a kind of gallery space, surrounded by his work, is a very peaceful and thought-provoking environment to be in. And I find sometimes just inhabiting that space temporarily, whether it's visiting a gallery, making a music video surrounded by his work, looking at the artwork on the wall every day, or just, as I say, having deep conversations with him about creativity and what's inspiring him and what's making his kind of brain work at the moment, makes me think quite differently about what I might do, usually as a solo artist also with hot chip because he's a big fan of hot chip and he'll come to our shows and he'll talk about specific songs that mean so much to him and maybe we start to think about playing those songs live or you know so it's all kind of different ways in which he has an influence but i would say the thing i'm most thankful for is him just doing what he does and it being thought-provoking and inspiring and very clever and very amusing and all these different things at once which are very welcome in my kind of world because I'd say most of the time if it's not artwork or family and relationships with friends and, and family it's just music that inspires me and music is my first love but it's good to sometimes not just be thinking the only way I can get any inspiration is to put headphones on and be immersed in music sometimes it's good to get away from your first love and to just be in a kind of peaceful state of mind and pondering something. So Alexis Taylor thanks Oliver Payne for his inspiration, but what kind of person is the conceptual artist? Why don't you describe him for us, Alexis? So Oliver Payne is a British-born artist. He's probably a couple of years older than me, so maybe he's about 41. 
Um, he grew up in Chiswick, West London, which is where I grew up. He was probably living 10 minutes away from where I grew up, but I never knew him at all until I was in Hot Chip two or three albums into our career. So, I don't know, 25, 26 years after we were both living in the same neighbourhood of London. He moved to New York with Nick Ralph to work together on art. He then moved to Los Angeles and he now lives there. He's settled down there with his wife and old girlfriend and daughter. He's a very softly spoken, quiet, thoughtful individual who is obsessed with music, obsessed with video game culture, obsessed with tagging and graffiti. He's obsessed with clothing. He has his own clothing range now, chill out, relaxing clothes, which is related to the band, the KLF and their album, Chill Out. He's a kind of conceptual artist. So he began doing lots of video work, but now his latest kind of ongoing project is called Chill Out. And it is a space wherever in the world he can put it on, where people go to sit down and listen to the album Chill Out by the KLF in a quiet room with no phones allowed, no speaking, no cameras, no videoing of what's going on, no talking, and a security guard making sure none of that happens, wearing a, um, a sort of security-style jacket that says Chill Out on it. So you're being forced to listen and pay attention to a work of art, essentially. But that work of art is about ambient music and being kind of entranced by something. So I find that playfulness with the idea of enforcing some chilling out quite amusing. So yeah, that's what he's kind of doing and what he's interested in. He's very opinionated. So although he's softly spoken and very polite, he also kind of rallies against things that he despises in popular culture. And he's very sure about what he loves. He's a very passionate person. He's quite a stubborn person. I think he wouldn't mind me saying so. And that's a good thing. You know, he really knows what he's into and what he thinks is wonderful and, and exciting in music and in the art world. And, and he gets very fixated on things. So we'll be passionate about something very specific and that will become a project for him for a number of years. And I can relate to that. I'm quite like that with music and things I'm into or writers or, you know, or artists. I will follow their whole career and stay with them. And even if they disappoint at times, I'm kind of passionate about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I think he has that approach. One of the most interesting things he did recently, which explains a bit about who he is, is he lives in Los Angeles. And as you probably know, Los Angeles is somewhere which is really designed for people who drive cars. It's not a pedestrian-friendly city. And Oliver has been there, I don't know how many years. I'd, I'm guessing probably 10 or 15 years living there. He can drive, but he doesn't drive. He only learned to drive when he had a baby, but he doesn't seem to get in a car very often. So he walks everywhere in this very kind of modern city that is designed for automobiles. And he made a very interesting, in real time, Instagram live story where he essentially made a kind of lecture about the film Falling Down with Michael Douglas, talking about the locations in that film, which are all Los Angeles based, and walking to all of the destinations from key scenes in the film. So 
he walks everywhere telling you about somebody who gets out of their car when he has a breakdown in traffic in the film Falling Down, and that character walks everywhere. So there's a kind of mirror image or a link between what Oliver's real-time journey was as he walked around the city showing you this is the shop store where this event happens or this is where he buys ammunition to end up doing what he does in the film or this is where he has this breakdown and this and I suppose Oliver was really talking about what it's like to exist as a pedestrian in that city and you know to give you a bit of a history of that film but to relate to quite a dark character and how the city of Los Angeles may really alienate anybody that can't afford to drive or who doesn't drive or who's living on the street or who's in different scenarios. I mean, I don't claim to fully understand and explain exactly what he needed to get across in that film, but it was an inventive use of Instagram to do an art piece which was broadcast live via something that ev- most people have now, which is a smartphone with Instagram on it. And, it, you know, it didn't exist in a gallery. It wasn't shown on a big screen. You just tuned into it like you were tuning into a, a radio station or a TV station. But it was very informative about the film and about his knowledge of Los Angeles. And now, Alexis, imagine Oliver sitting somewhere in the world listening to you at this very moment. What would you like to say to him? Hey, Oliver, I've just been talking about you on this podcast and I wanted to say to you, what you already know really but you're a a real inspiration to me and uh, a great friend and if it's possible I just want to encourage you to keep making things to keep going because I know that you are changing all the time and evolving and doing different things different projects and you're maybe moving slightly away from the art world at the moment and more into making films you have different passions but all of those different things are just as inspiring to me And to everybody else I know who's aware of what you do, yeah, I just want to keep being surprised by and uh, inspired by your creativity. So keep it going. This was the first episode of the Thank You podcast with Alexis Taylor from Hotship. I hope you liked it and you turn in for the next episode here on this account really soon. My name is Dennis Kastrup. Bye-bye.